Welcome to Off the Shelf with Phil and Dave, the movie talk show where each week one of us takes a movie off our shelves to present to the other and share the thoughts with you, our wonderful listeners. This week we've got coming off of Dave's shelf, 1998's Deep Impact. Yes. So I'm while back. you while you gave me a, a, a gift last week, clearly, <laughs> whoa, 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 where are you going with this? <laughs> you've given me another gift. Yes. Uh, a week later. So Haven't I? I? I feel very good about this. A great Wonderful. early or late birthday present. Yes. Um, so. Really hope you're not being sarcastic. Well, I guess we'll find out over the course <laughs> of the next hour and a half or so. Yeah. Uh, Dave, my man, I, uh, I failed to ask you this last week. Uh, how are you doing? You did. Yeah, you're right. You didn't ask me. What's new? What's happening? What's shaking? And why this movie? And uh, certainly, maybe most importantly, why now? That's a good that's a great question. I am doing great, Phil. I got no real complaints. Keeping busy. I'm not too busy not to watch Deep Impact a couple times. Wonderful. And share it with you. At first I thought this might be a porno. Deep impact, yeah. You know, it's it's well, we just came off of a couple Rockies. There's some impact there with the punches. Sure. Yeah. Rocky and, uh, roads, rocky terrain. So this movie is, uh, I mean, the asteroid is is like Creed's fist, <laughs> and the Earth is Rocky's face, and the astronaut represent Rocky's blocking ability. Hmm, didn't work out too great. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess they did take care of it in the end. Spoiler alert. Yeah. We talked about yes. this last week. Come on, man. Yeah. Maybe I just wanted a reason to talk about Armageddon again. These came out in the same year, but the reason I chose this movie now was um, a couple things we talked about when you, we when we did Rocky One. You tried to sell the fact it was a summer blockbuster. Yes. And like, no, it's not. This is a summer blockbuster film. Deep impact. No idea when it was released. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I just recently went on a uh, excursion to procure some some form, some some movies. Phil, I haven't. Uh, as as our listeners may know, we used to go on we used to go on excursions together. Yep. We used to to, to walk together. Uh, the Wellington Walk. Yeah, the Wellington Walk. You know, we've been friends for a long time, Phil. We've watched the Super Bowl together. We we've uh, worked together, video games together. One thing we don't do together is cottage. We it's go true. our separate ways there. Yep. I have a cottage I go to, and you have a, a cottage you go to. So we don't. And you'll to, never ever see it. We don't pi- we don't piss in, we don't piss in each other's lakes. Uh, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, and I miss those walks. So I, I go to Sunrise, and I woke up one day, I had the day off. I'm like, I haven't bought movies for a while. Yeah. I haven't spent money for a while. Hope my wife's not listening to this. It's like 140 <laughs> bucks I spent. Uh, so I went uh, to the mall, went to Sunrise Records, uh, grabbed a couple things. Uh, I'm not averse to buying Blu-rays because I know certain ones won't come out on ever in 4K. So something new that I want to watch. Uh, gravity still I cannot find gravity for the love of God I guess I could just order it but I want to find gravity I've never sure. seen it okay so it's not coming off the shelf too soon because I don't have it yet I didn't procure it but this I saw in the 4k section I'm like I and I hemmed and hawed I'm like I've seen it five six times okay uh I like it sure as I'll and I'll tell you why for the next hour and a half but is it worthy of an update? I have it in Blu-ray, so it's not like I have it okay. on DVD. So I have it in Blu-ray. Is it worth a 4K upgrade? Probably not. But I hemmed and hawed, and you know me, I love the, the upgrades of sound. Of course. So ultimately, I bought it, and I bought a few other ones as well. So I thought, well, let's just get this off the shelf. 
It's just right away. I'm probably thinking Phil hasn't seen it. We're coming off of a couple Rockies where it wasn't really about the fight, at least in the first Rocky. You know, it was more about the relationships. And after watching this and had watched the Rockies, I'm like, this isn't really about the asteroid, is it? It's about relationships. (laughs) So I thought there was a funny, odd comparison to Rocky if I could be so... I'm bold every week. I could be even more bold this week to make a comparison to Deep Impact. bold line. (laughs) Uh, This movie's both bold and beautiful, though. And so that's really it. I just just got it a few weeks ago, and I I was... uh, excited to watch it again because it's a movie I've gone to a few times and I've kind of got different experiences watching it. The first time I watched it came off the coattails of Armageddon. So same year I had watched Armageddon first. Okay. Big shoes to fill as you know. It's such a great movie. We've talked about it and and then I watched it again. Like I like this movie. Like this movie uh, does something for me and I watched it this time and I liked it just as much, if not more, than any other watch. Which is odd, as I'm about to throw this to you, I suffered with The Island, and I've watched this movie about the same number of times. Oh, interesting. Yet I had a different sort of, oh, I think I still like this movie more than I liked The Island the first time I watched it. So there's that. So please tell me, Phil, didn't mean to blather on there. You have not seen this movie. Tell me about your initial thoughts. Or I'm, I'm assuming you haven't watched this movie. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe had- you watched this movie twice, three times. We're... Who am I to say? I had never seen this movie. That's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> I, it was on the box. So I do have vague memory of the wave at the end. Yes, yeah, so the hell of a wave. And Surfers, sort of you know. the... I had just like a weird vision. And it wasn't prior to going into the movie. But as I was watching it for the first time, the scene uh, in which they're running away from the wave. It's a big wave. At the very end. You gotta run. That, was a sequence that I remembered kind of being on in the background, similar to Event Horizon, where there was just a couple of images that I had remembered from mm, yes. having it on the box at some point, um, but never actually committing to watching it. So this was in that category of movie. Uh, well, talk- you can put the same categories Event Horizon, where it's a movie that you've been wanting to watch. No, this never- is... <laughs> what I will say that there's a certain part of this movie that is... The other one, Event Horizon at least had the sci-fi horror thing to kind of pull me in. And there was a a desire at some point to kind of think this movie has gotten so many accolades for that that it might be worth visiting and spending some time there. Uh, This movie is seemingly was always pitched as the thinking man's Armageddon. Since I had no interest in Armageddon (laughs) um, all those years and felt far-fetched and kind of silly and cast that didn't appeal to me, director that didn't appeal to me. Ooh, Nothing Just be careful. Was, okay. was really there to draw me into that one. Uh, this one, I had heard somebody like, well, it's the thinking man's version, so on and so forth. And I still never went back to it because <laughs> still I still didn't, didn't really have any interest in it yeah. because I thought, well, even if it's the thinking man, someone once told me, um, and, 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 and spoiler if they were on your shelf, and, and maybe at some point we'll get to them, but um, the Kill Bill series. So the... I remember watching the first Kill Bill yeah. based on 100 people's recommendations. You love Tarantino. And I really did not enjoy <laughs> Kill Bill 1 at all. No, I would agree with that. And I, I was basically prepared to sort of, well, I'm not seeing part two. I could not care any less. I never did, actually, because of one. And then somebody had said, well, well don't worry, because two 
is like the talkier version. Like I know you don't like action movies, so oh. don't worry. One is like the big whiz bang sure, action the thing. Armageddon of the but yeah. part two would be a little bit slower and have more dialogue and conversation or whatever yeah. the case and plot maybe. And uh, um, and so I right. was hoodwinked a little bit into thinking, oh okay, this is like the cerebral, for lack of a better term, version of Kill Bill, and. This is in that category. Now, this obviously came out many, many, many years earlier, but the same argument was made before. It was like, well, if you didn't like Armageddon or had no interest in Armageddon, don't worry. This one's for you. This one is yeah. less action-y, less... Uh, more story, b- more That parts. kind of way yeah. of, of, you know, sort of whiz-bang, boom, kind of storytelling, action yeah. storytelling. So that was really what I went into this movie the uh, first time oh, okay. kind so of thinking about sorry, sort of pre um, I just had known it was not going to be the action movie that okay, that Armageddon was and what I think is kind of funny is that there are certain aspects of this movie where as I'm watching it thinking Armageddon might be better than this movie <laughs> but not in the way that that's funny not in the way that it's actually better yeah. You, you, when we talked before about the island and Repo Man, you threw that mm. to me and said, like, which you one? Were, well, you were ill-prepared, much I like was Rocky Ill- was. <laughs> in the ring. That's right. I was <laughs> ill-prepared because I hadn't given it that kind of thought. But in that conversation, it was sort of like, well, which one would I watch again yeah. versus being a better movie? Yeah, there's two Right, different. and there are two different criteria. And I think that this movie falls into that. I don't know how many times I would watch this movie. And I felt like Armageddon, for all of its faults, was a very kind of watchable movie it's like an arcade game versus a, a simulated game a simulation game right where i used to love wrestling games as a kid yeah and there's like the button mashers where you just like sure, yeah. punch and call duty versus battlefield maybe, that's right you know, so something is very quick very fast paced very energetic and very whiz bang yeah. boom and you're done and you're like oh well it's over cool. okay yeah that was pretty cool like armageddon pretty cool uh and then other things where it's more about getting you involved and like Full control of your character, full customization, and the sure. all the machination, machinations of that, and that is sort of where Deep Impact feels like it lies in that comparison. So there were times where I thought Armageddon feels more watchable than this movie, but I would still suggest this is a better movie than that. And I think uh, we'll get into some of the reasons why. But that was my ta- initial sort of takeaway. I thought there were times where I'm watching this, thinking this could move a little faster, this could have a little bit more energy but at the same time what it's doing i was more or less connected to so so you know pros and cons so it's it's, a, it's a fair comparison these two get put together because of the Very obviously complex. the subject matter and the timing and so forth this came out in may 98 so uh just the beginning of that summer blockbuster thing as you say yes uh it's an apt comparison uh it's still a better movie i would say than armageddon is but elements of it i thought could have been tweaked a little bit it's certainly not perfect and i have completely lost faith in imbd we're not friends anymore oh my goodness i've never been that wrong before wow that's hard to believe it is (laughs) after three years of this podcast with you it's the meta score that i was really shocked at i mean the other score which is more seems like people uh it ranged in around armageddon they both in the sixes these are movies that In the sixes, but not I not gonna think, get a lot of respect. Yeah, exactly, but not terrible. 
where the Metascore, and actually, and I just looked up Arm again, was also received a slight low, like a, quite a low score on, on the Metascore, but both in like 40 and 42, respectively. Because they're both bad movies. Shut up. <laughs> it's not that surprising. I'm not expecting 80s, but I'm thinking, well, this it certainly doesn't deserve that, because I saw Day After Tomorrow. We both saw it. Yep. We were there. Yeah. This is both better, ultimately. Now, I, are you ready for this question? Because we watched just the after more about maybe of course a couple months ago, yeah, yep. available in the archives. I think this is definitely, definitely, definitely a better movie than Day After Tomorrow. Yet IMBD says otherwise. Well, as I've told you a number of times, yes, I yeah. could not care any less <laughs> about those numbers. I'm glad you care what I think. Why not? Uh, well, important. I care about a human being's opinion, not some aggregate, uh, mm-hmm. you know, number that means nothing. Yeah. Uh, however. The Day After Tomorrow came up a lot in my watching of this movie, in my yeah. mind. Which, sorry, 2004? Uh, it was 2004, correct. Okay, so we're about six years uh, yeah. difference. Almost Just exactly. Uh, uh, same month, May, came out, uh, 2004. Yeah. So, um, so different technology, so forth. Well, that's and, what I mean. And, we wanna... and there's elements, of course. Uh, I do think this is a better movie than that is. Because what, okay, ends up, what, what happens in this movie, other than a, a, a fairly big decision made at some point in the movie that I think is completely ludicrous uh, and really kind of took me out of the movie for a little bit. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Um, everybody else in this movie, for the most part, makes human decisions. Sometimes they're born out of, like I said, not really rooted in reality, mm-hmm. but they're a decision that you can at least understand okay. however twisted it might be. Day After Tomorrow was full of people making bad decisions yeah. without any reasoning for it, right? <laughs> yeah. There was no justification. It was just for the movie to exist. You yeah. made this choice. And you never felt the human connection between the friends. And, and like never felt any that. human yeah. connection whatsoever. Dennis Quaid's character just didn't really. Exactly. Yeah. This guy's been around for 20 years, but I don't know anything about them. Yeah. That relationship's supposed to the marriage, whatever. Nothing. doesn't mean anything. Because this movie has me in tears every time. My eyes are quite There are elements. There was times where I, I definitely felt a little emotional, yeah. for sure. A little and manipulated to do it. But yeah, yeah, but that's fine. You take, yeah, I've absolutely. I've been manipulated many times. Yep. But Day After Tomorrow gave me none of that. No, 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 no. But it gave me the special effects. Sure. And this one, what I like about this one is it doesn't rely on it, the special effects. No, and I think Luckily. That they're kept to a relative minimum, which I think is the thing where Armageddon is nothing but special effect. Very, very quickly. A lot of sparks as well, if you recall. Michael Bay, of uh, course. But, so. but a lot of special effects at almost every turn, whereas I felt this one kept it fairly grounded. So when someone mm-hmm. says this is the thinking man's version, I think that's what they're alluding to, yes, is yes. that there, it's, it's rooted in... We spend more time with people on the ground than in the air. Yes, luckily. Uh, and, and I think that's the difference that they're trying to say. This is a humanistic approach. And I do think that The Day After Tomorrow tries to give you that. It is very much of the same ilk. It just doesn't do it... This doesn't as succeed. Well. This doesn't do it as, as well. Yeah. And for Fails, a number of reasons. some would say. Yes, some yeah, might say some that. Some would say. Um, but definitely elements in, in you could definitely see the, 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 the line between this movie and Day After Tomorrow. I think even more than this one in Armageddon. Mm. Um, yeah. In terms of what is happening and, and what you know, the characters are going through and so forth. Uh, Armageddon obviously shares the connection because it's the same year. And it's the asteroid coming to kill you. Yeah, obviously, that's true. Yeah, Day After Tomorrow same. isn't that. Yeah. Right, but there the is still the element of human uh, humans trying to prepare for the end of the world and how do you do it and yada yada yada. Which is, I think, really hard to navigate too, like in a movie and put that on a screen. Talk about a little bit later in the movie, but really how to portray that, like oh, how, how people would react. And I think it's it's a it's a tough thing for any director, absolutely, any crew to really do. Absolutely, I think that that's I think that that's true. And to try and tell a disaster movie like this from that human, let's say, perspective, mm-hmm. um, what it does is it it 
it can kind of muddle itself a little bit in a point of view. And I think the movie actually handles that fairly well. Um, Good. I, I want to say maybe at the beginning, like what I think this movie does well, I think it does very well. Mm. Um, I think this movie also fails to do a lot of things really well, but at its core, I think it's doing something really well. And I, and I have to kind of give it that respect because I didn't think Armageddon really did much well. And I didn't feel the emotion at the end of that, even though it's designed to give us some emotion. Oh, jeez, buddy. And you're obviously a, a, a poster boy for that emotion. <laughs> I, as, I, as you said, I never really felt it. Yeah. Didn't feel that relationship was significant. Or, well, it was like how I felt in Rocky. And I, I was worried about, is Phil just not going to like this just to get back to me for uh, for Rocky, the first <laughs> one? So I hold grudges, my man, but I won't ever uh, <laughs> jeopardize the integrity <laughs> yes. of this podcast or my opinions. I underestimated your uh, level of integrity <laughs> constantly. Yeah. Uh, so that is saying that uh, there's elements of this movie that I, I really thought were really delivered really well. Um, That's good to hear. And better than, than Armageddon and The Day After Tomorrow, which are two, I think, pretty easy comps. I mean... This movie uh, gives me a completely different emotional. It gives me a completely different experience than Armageddon does. I like the. I don't. I, I'm not going to tell you which one I like better. I, I, I don't know. I haven't watched Armageddon since. It's a real we did Sophie's the Choice situation. I would hate to put you in that in that spot. <laughs> I just definitely know. That's why I brought up the After Tomorrow because I knew for certain. Yeah. That Armageddon and this one, I just it made me feel more. Of course. Uh, and I like that. It, it gave me what I like out of a movie. Now, Mimi Letter. Mimi Leader. Leader. Yeah. 50-50. It's uh, not someone I'm completely familiar with. I own Peacemaker. Her directorial debut, I believe. Haven't watched it. Oh, interesting. So it is on my shelf. Uh, it, it just might put it on a short list because uh, just talking about it briefly. Sure. But I kind of just look at her resume a bit. A lot of TV. Yeah. So a lot of successful TV. Did, uh, directed one episode of West Wing. Oh, yeah. Well, it's really a problem when it comes to female directors, unfortunately, is that uh, though this movie was a pretty su- successful hit, they just somehow seemingly got relegated to television at some point yeah. in the 2000s, and some of them just never got back. So The Peacemaker, noteworthy because uh, DreamWorks um, was the first movie they released. Uh, that's uh, really? Spielberg, Katzenberg, and Geffen, their okay. super studio that they created. Ah, I didn't know the, the and, origin story. And based on the success of that to a certain extent, which I think was the year before, yeah. she was granted this DreamWorks production, uh, Deep Impact. So, okay. And that you know, fledgling studio, the next year they released uh, the Best Picture winner, uh, American Beauty. Uh, DreamWorks did, and then Shrek uh, the year after that won Best Animated Feature. So they have a, a, a it was a short-ish run as a studio, but they had some pretty big successes pretty quickly, and this was in that sphere. Okay, um, and something good to be a good. It's good to be a part of something. Yeah, for sure, know? for sure. And that obviously that talent pool is pretty, yeah. uh, pretty deep. Uh, Katzenberg and Geffen and yeah. Spielberg, obviously. So. The noteworthy for that, uh, that was kind of probably in some ways because I was reading a lot of the trades and so forth. That was kind of part of my understanding of this movie was a bit of that tied in was Peacemaker. Even though I, I really like Clooney, I ne- I've never seen that movie either. Okay. Um, I watched From Dusk Till Dawn and that was a thing early Clooney, but I never really followed him yeah. Um, yeah, movie I mean, it, by movie by movie. You know, it was yeah. a couple years till out of sight that, that that was sort of, oh, OK, oh, I'm into that. Here's Clooney. And I kind of skipped Batman. And, well, I saw Batman and Robin, but oh, I was really let down a, by it. So that's, that's a little blemish on his. Uh, yeah. Record. And I kind of just didn't go back to him until uh, a little bit later. So he kind of comes and goes. But a Peacemaker was an action movie. didn't interest me. Whereas One Fine Day was a romantic comedy that it did interest oh, me. So yeah. I saw that one. Uh, yeah. Wonderful. Now, speaking of talent pool, how did you feel about Tia Leone 
leading the show. She's the worst actress I've ever seen. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not what I expected. Uh, I think she is 100% the weakest link in this movie. Really? I think everything she says and does is falls so flat that it nearly killed the movie for me. Interesting. Yeah. I have to say you're wrong. Please. Please. <laughs> now, I wasn't expecting it longer. Uh, Worst actress I've ever seen is probably well, a little high, a little, yeah, little yeah, yeah, overstated. Yeah. I want to be clear, <laughs> but I thought really bad in the and yeah, the weak Roseanne link. would have been better. The weak link, because uh, <laughs> uh, I saw her only only thing I had seen her in. I don't know if before or after was Bad Boys one or two. Oh, okay, Michael Bay. And really, oh, okay. So, anyways, I don't vaguely remember. I only watched it once. Over the top action, probably liked it when I watch it. Sure. And I remember her being on the highway. There's a shot of her, and she's walking down like the middle of the street. Yeah, after yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking Pretty about? Pretty sexy in that scene, I think. But the shoulder pads. Oh, yeah. It just looked off to me, and that kind of just left me a bad taste in my mouth. Bad shoulder taste p- for bad boys? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like women in shoulder pads. Oh, okay. That's what I'm trying to wow. get at, Phil. And But that's really all my experience with her as, as an actress. But I felt she was pretty good in this. Okay. She was able to get me okay. when it came to the emotional strings. And uh, I thought her family dynamic. And uh, yeah, I thought she was pretty good mm. as, as, a, as a leading lady. And I hadn't really seen her as a leading lady any, anything else. She's a supporting... Maybe, maybe because... <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe you're right. She's a supporting actor in a movie called Flirting with Disaster, which I love. And I think she's pretty good in, but she's a very small part of that movie. Uh, mm. But yeah, I just... You know, really? I mean, obviously different strokes. Sure, you know, of course, uh, yeah. Uh, but I think for me, she was uh, the worst thing in the movie. And um, because That's she is kind of spearheading at least the early yeah, parts of this geez. movie, yeah, um, it was a real tough slog. Anytime they weren't uh, with her, and we'll get into the specifics, but I think generally speaking, one of the things I like about the movie, and I like it in any movie, is the research, is the like the reporting. Cause so it's funny because we don't research at all. So it's no, 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 no. I like just like watching the movies. I don't like to do it. <laughs> um, but so that was like you know all the presidents men. Obviously, Frost Nixon. These are movies where it's about getting to the truth. You know, uh, even other movies that we haven't talked about yet, like The Paper and uh, things mm-hmm. like that, where you know there's there's something you have to crack a code. You have to kind of dig in and get to the bottom of. Yeah, those are characters and stories that I find exciting and yeah. interesting. And the elements of that in this movie I thought were there but I think she just can't carry the weight of it and mm. so even though she's a part of the ELE story and like the interviewing and so forth I feel all of that is pretty rushed and we'll get into the specifics about it but just the idea that it's in the movie I think was really good yes. but her performance within that context was a real letdown luckily as much as she's the focal point of the movie, she's not the only focal point. I think the no. movie does a pretty good job of balancing this some of really that out. It's really strength for this movie. You have the, like, the th- main three stories. The main sto- three main kind of... Three story, yeah. yeah. So I liked the fact that we weren't watching... If it was just her all the time, I think my opinion of this movie would be very different because yeah. we wouldn't have had the other opportunities to kind of... Or yeah. had she been more involved in uh, in the other two yeah. storylines... Yeah. If and she like, was the nucleus. Of yeah, it if she was somehow the 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 hub of all of these storylines culminating. That would have really left me, I think, much colder than I was in the end. Luckily, she's not the focal point of the movie all the time. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's strengthened by Frodo's uh, story, <laughs> uh, Duval, and her parents. Actually, I really liked her parents in this. Great acting, I felt. The Lerner family in okay. general. Okay. 
Just want to get that out there. Yeah, please. We'll, we'll talk uh, about it. But I would agree. Like, I think uh, yeah, the movie is definitely strengthened by us being able to go, let's go over here. Let's go over with Helen Hunt Jr. and <laughs> <laughs> Frodo. That's what I have written down here. Uh, I do love the misdirection and, and, and her character stumbling upon the truth. Uh, of it, so that's sort of what you mean, I guess, with the sort of um, yeah. research. Again, I don't think it. it's handled exceptionally well, but I do like, and we'll get into the specific scenes because yeah. I, I, there are elements of it yeah. that I like, and there's elements that I really don't I'm ex- like. I'm excited to hear one of those. That's what you like. <laughs> um, but yeah, because that's, that's good. That's good to know. Um, well, me, I guess maybe I just think she's just so darn beautiful. I think the president, Morgan Freeman, which he plays God great, he plays the president great, plays yep. those big roles great, Absolutely. not a huge part of the movie but it's there and he's very present got the gravitas yes and i, I like how the fact that they, she they they he's sort of chose her as the face yeah of it and i think to sort of distract the of what's really going on yeah this give you a beautiful woman to guide you through the worst possible time in the history of <laughs> mankind and i don't know if that's done on purpose but i, I kind of like the maybe acting prowess aside sure uh, i think I, I like the idea of this make this person sort of the anchor in the face of, of this tragic thing that's upon us. So It's quite possible that that's obviously the choice of the movie makers as well. So, you know, she's I don't think that she's quite so... Qualified? Well, I don't think she's very talented as an actor, but I also don't think she's exceptionally beautiful. She's obviously a very pretty woman. I'm not I'm not an yeah, idiot. Well, let the... Um, but doesn't really pop to me off the screen like, wow, okay, just tell me anything you want to know. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't even care. Uh, tell me the world's ending. It's okay. Do you think, and this is a thought I've had for the first time about this movie, and I think it's the Rocky effect that actually had got me thinking. Mm-hmm. The name Deep Impact. Yeah. Yes, sure. Deep Impact of an asteroid, Comet, which is the, the name of the dog on Full House. Uh, the movie itself is a deep emotional impact. I wonder if that was done on purpose or maybe it was just me sort of thinking that. What are your thoughts? Did you feel that? I think that there is a way to say sure, yeah. <laughs> as long as there's a way there that you could sort of twist the 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 realities enough to to believe that, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I think okay. there's elements of that. It is an impactful story, you know, it, it, the the deep, meaningful stuff, the philosophical idea of the world ending and I so think forth. It's got a woman's touch to and it, and then obviously the 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 impact itself of the uh, of the extinction level event. Uh, Ellie, uh, right there, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Ellie, indeed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's 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 interesting to me the choices that were made, and the trifecta storytelling. Now the cast, um, pretty broad, but no superstars, I would say. No, uh, I think yeah. You know, and this is it's not there isn't a Bruce and there isn't no. a Ben. And I, and I mean Armageddon, you got a whole slew of them, whole right? Whole slew. Like when you have Steve Buscemi batting seventh in your in your in your lineup, yeah. Now, sure. No, I do want to say a Cromwell's only in it for a moment, but I think he's amazing. And I think we both love Cromwell. Absolutely. Can I say that? Can I speak for you when I... I think you can. Yeah, I think okay. he's definitely a very, very good. Yeah, very so. good. And it was a nice sort of, again, someone with some gravitas at that at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a year after uh, L.A. Confidential. Yeah. Uh, Babe was a year or two prior. So he's definitely kind of in the zeitgeist. He's about to... A couple of years later, he's going to start... In, Six Feet Under and a Star Trek, uh, Star Trek Nemesis. First Contact. First Contact, sorry. Yeah, Nemesis, yeah, yeah. you idiot. <laughs> yes, that's right. F. Murray Abraham is a ne- Nemesis. Tom Hardy. Anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so it's again, it's got a good cast, but nobody that is, you know, Blair Underwood, Mary McCormack, 
John Favreau, Ron Aldert, exactly. Just faces that you may recognize, but no one that you're hanging the movie on. Robert Robert Duvall, obviously, probably the biggest star historically that's in it. Not given a ton to do. Probably there for uh, PR, like he is in the movie, sort of. Sure, a little bit, yeah. Sell the movie a little bit, even. Exactly. So, I mean, there's elements of it that are... But I think there is something in the casting that because it isn't superstar-driven, that you can... Adds it adds believability, credulity to the movie, and I don't always subscribe to that theory where you put Tom Cruise in your movie. I'm always going to see Tom Cruise, and he's not going to act. I mean, we talked about Magnolia. I don't see Tom Cruise in that role. I see Frank T.J. Mackey for the most part. Sure, I, see, yeah. I see a character, yeah. but you run the risk of Bruce is Bruce is Bruce, Ben yeah. is Ben is Ben. You Tom's know, good at that. Tom they, is good at. They no. become the. You're just the actor, and whereas this movie, because no one has that weight yeah that you can almost believe that they're just real actors or like real characters real i mean characters, because yeah, they're so not works to its strength it's kind of like the lot like the vegas knights in hockey sure when they came in the league they just they just got everybody's second line player that's right and you put it together a, a full team of b's but with no a plus player yep and they go on in their first season to go pretty deep in the playoffs and and been pretty good ever since yeah. so not no real big name no gretzky that's right like no like no that. no franchise player yeah not too dissimilar to uh our old buddy Billy Bean in Moneyball. Yeah. In our uh, available in our archives. Yes. But yeah. taking just people that can get on base. We don't need a superstar. We don't need a, a yeah. whatever. Just people that can hit. Get on base. Get on base. Get so on base. I respect uh, <laughs> that choice of the movie. Probably keeps the budget down. But either way, as yeah. a choice, I just think we're going to tell real story, quote unquote, with real people. And I think that goes a long way to do it. Okay. And uh, those are early choices that I think matter in the context of a movie sure, like yeah. this. That it's not just. Bruce Willis versus we're not the comic. Relying, yeah. Versus the, versus the comic. Yeah. yeah, we're all going to carry the weight yeah. of this movie for better or for worse. For better or for worse. <laughs> but I think, you know, it isn't. And if T. Leone is your franchise player in the moment, then uh, you're a good idea to have those three stories, you know, kind of pivoting, right? Because yeah, they help her for they sure. They don't have to be her all yeah. the time. As, as much as I like her, I love her, I think I think she's good in this. I I'm, agree. I may have already said this, but having those support yeah. makes the movie overall better experience. And I'm getting emotional. Uh, reactions from all three, four storylines. Yeah, uh, I think it helps broaden the picture of it too, right? I mean, one of the things that's difficult to, what I think Armageddon failed. We're not going to spend a ton of time comparing the two, but I think it's natural to. It's um, hard not to. Same year, same, same year, same, same plot, sort of plot more or less. <laughs> and similarly, even to Day After Tomorrow, is when you think of the globe and the world is ending. That's obviously a very broad term. And what I think that the choice of this movie to give you three perspectives is one is sort of the general world is ending vibe but the other one is the astronauts and their mission to succeed or fail but that mission feels more uh grounded in a weird way or like at least small compared so, to armageddon that's for sure compared to the yeah, globe it's all that yeah right compared to the globe yeah, right so it's like mean. you get the the big uh the scale of the movie is big globe is in trouble <laughs> to scientists and astronauts in trouble to middle america a neighborhood is in trouble and so because you're given those three perspectives mm-hmm. they can all feel you can feel something different about all of them whereas in armageddon and even day after tomorrow it's so focused on the macro that the world is ending the world is ending the world is ending that we don't have a ton of time on the ground to see what the ramifications of the mm. world is ending means. Yeah. Or it tries to shoehorn a relationship that 
doesn't really mean yeah. anything. You're taking a stab at day after tomorrow, right? There. Yeah, <laughs> right. Where it's sort of like, oh, you know, where my my boyfriend, my girlfriend couldn't like. It just like I don't care if you live or die. Yeah, yeah. That because really you weren't giving us you, anything. This you you cared, and you have like Frodo and and. <laughs> I think they <laughs> represent the young, the future, kids, right? The future. Then yep. you have anyone over the fifty, as we learn later, yep. which is the mom and the dad, yep. and some other characters. Of course, and then you have the journalistic aspect of it, which is a nice touch. And then you have the astronauts. So you're getting a, like you said, different perspectives from different age groups, even yep. different cross sections of yeah. what the world it's looks like for everyone in this movie. So that if you're going to put that the world is ending, like you have some real weight to it. And when I hit fifty, I wonder if I'll watch this again and wonder I'll take a like a different kind of approach at it. Like, oh, I'm, I'm in this category now. Because if you're over 50, you don't sure. get to go in the cave. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you're I'll feel it. differently about, about the movie. For sure. For sure. Um, so anyway, those are all things that I think this movie handles fairly well. And one of the things I don't think it handles particularly well is the first six minutes of this movie. The first six minutes of the movie. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Wolf. The the pizza. All I see is olives. I love olives. I know. I thought, well, Phil's going to... Like the the first bit, just based on the olives. But I feel that's not enough. No, the Metacritic score on the olive lovers through the roof. They're not green, right? No, I like I like black olives too. Okay, I just it, it's just the introduction itself uh, is it's Charles Barton Smith, who is a good actor. He's in The Untouchables and uh, oh, he's Never Cry Wolf. He plays the, the pizza? scientist eating the pizza. Okay, I just felt like the movie it wants to ramp it up, ratchet up the tension right away. We, what is this? Is it's not Mesner? It's this other thing. The kids are kind of joking back and forth. But the the way in which they, they create the tension of the scene, I mean, obviously, we're not going to get into technology. I just don't. think it's so <laughs> funny to watch a movie. And I'm not, it's not against the movie. It's, yeah, it's, it's at the it's, moment. It's 98, yeah. It's what's so funny about watching a movie, frankly, not that long ago, that you're watching, like, the mail server is down <laughs> and the <laughs> transfer to floppy disk. Like, it's just a, yeah. it's a funny world where, like, this stuff just won't happen ever like again. The net, you know? Yeah. yeah, it just, yeah. So that is just funny, but it's, yeah. it's not something that takes me out of the movie. What I had issue with was sort of the, you have two people not drive like that are like fault was it swaying in their in their respective lanes like yeah. no no one's paying attention it's like if any if either one of them was the culprit yeah. busy frantic okay sure that happens but the fact that you've got both, both characters yeah. swaying back and forth you in the drive happening. and then an accident like what's the what's the harm of that just that information just being delivered yeah yeah like, I guess. What, what's, like yeah. at some no, point yeah, i know so anyway, so it just felt like, okay, you're trying to make this an action movie right away. And I was like, this is poorly executed. I thought it wasn't shot exceptionally well. I thought the idea of having these two <laughs> like erratic drivers on a yeah. highway in the middle of the night felt very like, pick a side. Like, what are we doing here? Sure, yeah. Um, so the first six minutes, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm getting into yeah. here. Um, it's not great for you being a first-time viewer. I've got, I've gotten past it. Sure, and it's forgettable for me. Absolutely, it's, it's all done to get Biederman's name on it. That's uh, it. That's that's it. That's a lot to do. Yeah, to get him his plot like to be a part of the that's movie. Right. Yeah, obviously there's other ways of doing it. And you're right. You don't need the truck driver to drop his cigarette. You just need the other guy to be on the phone scrambling. Oh my yeah. god! I just I'm, we gotta have to tell somebody. Like sure. you know, like okay, that is that makes okay, sense to yeah. me. Yeah, but the fact that they just intercut with that two things, I was just like, okay, now it's like a hat on a hat. Yeah, and it, it just felt right away like, is this fits. what we're getting into? Yeah, so let's just forget. Let's move on from the six minutes. I really did. I don't disagree. I, but I just felt like it was not. 
Yeah, very effective. The movie doesn't start for me there, I think, because no. of that, for that reason. Did you recognize the scientist guy that's uh, that's with the kids? No. Okay. Have you seen The Good Life? No, The Good Place. I have seen The Good Place. Yeah, he's the frog guy. Oh. Yeah. He's also in Yes, Dear. We talked about that episodes ago that you yes. haven't watched it. Anyways. Never seen it's it. Like, no. Oh, that's him with hair. Okay. Anyways, I want to give him a shout out. Don't know his name. Don't care. But anyways. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the movie starts after that for me, really, really with the introduction of Cromwell. Or pretty close to it, or at the at the um, TV studio. Yeah, it's basically yeah. like your daily meeting, your daily rundown, and yeah. the introduction of, yeah. of Taylioni talking about how she's a drunk, and it, that's a a part of a movie that I am interested in, right? The journalistic approach. I figured you might be, um, but I don't. Like I said, she. I think for the minute she talks, the minute she opens her mouth, I don't think she's got conveying me any emotion whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but that going around the room what's happening with and let's like see all presidents men i have a little bit of you know like a obviously not i don't want to put it in the same sort no, of no no not at all on the same playing field but, but that type of round table dynamic. what have you got for the city yeah. and leisure section what have you got in the entertainment like, right yeah. like pinning it around so i, I kind of like the energy of those scenes again Tilio you know, is it's going to come out throughout the rest of the movie she's just a weak link like everything she does i don't think she ever elevates to something i was expecting to have to defend her like this but i'm going to well i'm going to have to pull up my socks here <laughs> and uh I, I i think that the movie does better things around her than she does in the movie okay but but that scene again you're getting into okay i'm i'm into this part now i kind of i can kind of again yeah. i'm enjoying it it's, it's think, good that it's a part of the movie that this angle yes Armageddon doesn't go anywhere near. Doesn't care. <laughs> like it's pretty one-dimensional. This one's like, yeah, well, three-dimensional. And I like the idea of sort of like it's that he's having a mistress and she has the interview with his ex-secretary, and it's revealing a little bit more about yeah. how yeah the misdirection I like this guy is is couldn't keep his dick in his pants. He's having this affair with Ellie. Yeah. And hushed tones and the president's closing. I think oh, he, knows he knows about it. So yeah. okay, so now. We're shedding these sort of leaves yeah. to to get to the heart of the story, and all of that is what I like. I I, I appreciate that that's part of this. Yeah. Sto- you know, it's not just. I was wondering, me watching it at oh, this probably fifth, sixth time. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I would say after watching this many times, no, I'm nowhere near the island level, but just the shots of the canned goods, little tips your hand a little bit, little bit, but. You being a first-time viewer, please. I wanted to know how you felt overall. I like Sounds it. like you didn't you didn't mind it. I liked or it. even liked it. The the sort of the misdirection or the the mystery of Ellie or the thinking it's an affair or something. This is why he um, resigned. Yes, Cromwell's character. I like it. I I know the Good. I know that it's not the answer, mm-hmm. but I like that it is part of the solution. Right, sure, like. Yeah. That that is, I know that this is. I know that I've seen the poster. You know what I mean. I've seen the trailer. So <laughs> this isn't that. Yes. Right. And then the reveal that we've got the canned goods, the insurer, the other sort of things like that. We're gonna go on a boat for a while, just get as far away from here as possible with my family. With my yeah. family. Even the da- that uh, Cromwell's daughter, I felt did a really good job. Quiet. Of just, like I know. Yeah. What, what's going on? And you're mad at my dad for the wrong reasons. But That's I can't it. Say but I'm not gonna say anything, yeah. and it's fine. So I really like that scene. It's awesome. as short as it is. I thought it was really kind of a, yeah. a good scene developing. Yeah, Cromwell was amazing. That yeah. the severity of what it is and how it's sort of over her head. Even what an ego. Yeah, exactly. The biggest story in all of civilization. Please. Um, I I really enjoyed that. I thought, and I also really enjoyed the. Um, there's there's one thing I really liked, and there's and there's a couple things that are about to start that I don't really like, but specifically. When Cromwell says, to be a journalist. you used to be a person. Yeah. Like, I know you're a journalist. It's kind of heavy, like, but... And she's like, that's what I do. I break news, right? And she's like, yeah, but before that, or he says, you before that, you used to be a person. 
that is a pretty powerful line for a profession that can mm -hmm. forget that sometimes. You know, it's about building you up so you can take you down kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's a subtle line, but I, I didn't feel inappropriate. I didn't feel heavy handed. Like I just thought uh, uh, I personally felt a, a, the right line by the yeah. right actor yes. at the right time of the movie. He delivered it. I thought Wonderfully. this sets a tone and I'm happy about it's it. It's the first time I felt a little heavy for me. Never, okay. never noticed it before. I don't know what's changed. Maybe it's just the movie I've watched since or maybe it's just the fact that I've watched it a few times. But I still like his performance so much. I was like, oh, yeah, no, this is great. Yeah, I, I really James liked Cromwell. it. And I also like things like, you know, people kept the Manhattan Project a secret. Coincidentally, I did just see Oppenheimer. Yeah, no, I thought that was a funny. Like, that's why it was a good time to bring this up. This yeah. is why. This is why. This, this is why. This is the Oppenheimer right connection. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a masterpiece, by the way. I think uh, an absolute masterpiece. Yeah. Um, good to know. But I did think that loose lips, and the, you know that that this will get out eventually, obviously. But clearly, um, I, I thought that overall, the whole scene on the dock, I thought was really good. What yeah. I didn't really like is. And it happens again later, like really the next scene. She leaves the dock. The FBI. The FBI bumping her car, which feels extreme. Throw on a siren, like throw on any number of things. You know. Um, pretty aggressive. But I also think for a secret that is so secretive and the biggest story in the world, mm -hmm. I do think that if someone walked in and said, I know everything there is to know about Ellie, and someone says, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Well, you can just... Yeah, host the, the the press conference tomorrow. You're like, what are you talking about? I uh, I felt if the intent was to keep it a secret, and all she really did was say, I know about Ellie. They were willing to really give her like the benefit of that doubt without poking or prodding or asking questions. And what do you know about Ellie? And how do you He's know like, well, about I know Ellie? It's not and what? Uh, the affair. It's tight. That's I'll, all. That's my issue. Yeah, it's snug. It's. It's fine, granted, you have to release yeah. it, but I just thought, yeah, I, I think this is where this link and her character isn't, I don't think, good enough. Her acting, like all that stuff, I think, I think that's doesn't more, get me there. Yeah, I think it's more she wasn't given the dialogue to do. No, it, no, but, for sure, but, but she I think, can't I carry think, the weight of it, you know. But I think Morgan Freeman does. I think how he's approaching it and his attitude and his mannerisms, yeah, allows it still to work with that. With that, but I, I see your point. Like I'm thinking out of the back of my head, it's like you're not gonna prior a little bit more uh, of what it is before you sort of okay can you hold on for a couple of days sit on it don't say nothing i'll give you the first question right. she I do calls like it, it like we want yeah no i love that that was good so i love that i stuff. like all the dialogue all the yeah. stuff it i just think it for me i just think from a plot point it's mm. the week it's a week yeah I because she says i know about ellie and he says what do you know about ELE? it's just like if this is the most private secret in the history of the planet she says ellie and i know it's not about an affair there's still lots of where room could to be anything other than the, than the affair, this, right? So that is the only it's it's a plot problem for me. It's just a it's 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 one of a few, but not many. It's just like that's mm -hmm. where the contrivance of the the plotting of the movie is evident. Whereas everything else, not everything, most of the rest of this movie actually flows fairly yeah. logically and realistically. Yes, the information and the action and reaction, all of that seems pretty all natural drives, to me. Yeah. But this is a moment where I was like, e, and I get you have to start the movie, and, and we're about you know, 15, 20 in. Yeah, like, yeah. I get it. I think they open up the door too much for the world's biggest secret, but I like that it wasn't just like mm -hmm. based on that. She still had to do a little bit of digging. I just felt like it was a little bit. It wasn't like Adrian's like, when? That's right. <laughs> That's right. The motivation's <laughs> all there. You don't need anything else. Sorry, yeah. um, but I really do think that that was, was good, but I did not. Uh-oh. 
we were doing so well here. <laughs> no, I think it just goes down. You're going to find it throughout most of the Tealione stuff yeah. where you said you really connected to it. I was really not at all. So the scene in which the scene with her mom, I did not care for at the beginning. Whether they're at the restaurant, whether they're at the restaurant, she's talking about how the they're wedding. getting married right now, and oh, she's walking down the the aisle, and he's gonna lie, lie, lie. I do, and like. I think I think it's just because the mom is so great. I think she's a good actor. She really is. Uh, but I don't think that I don't really like any of her scenes. Yeah. Like, and I think that that's true of her and her dad. Uh, I don't think her dad's a great actor, but it, the the relationship and the scenes that they have, like the, after the finding out of the ELE. Showing up for dinner, tipsy, yeah, and just like chugging the, mar- the margarita yeah, exactly, martini. exactly. And she's like, "I know you hate me, but life goes I on." I did not love that scene. Ha ha ha! Life goes on. Ha, right? Like you got to yeah. get ready with mom, and like it just felt like I don't what like it wants me to care because this is our human connection. Yeah, but I just didn't feel any of it. That was a tough scene. I would agree. Like um, that's on my. If I had to pick like five, six scenes, as much as I, I like this movie and still do, and surprise, surprise at how much I still like it. I would write down that scene as, okay, that's one of my least favorite scenes. Yeah. And I'm going to have to just sort of forgive it and move on because it still gets me there. Absolutely. But that was, as yeah. I said, my overall feeling about the movie is generally I like it. So mm. it's, 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 it's just a thread that each time these characters are on screen, I just don't feel mm-hmm. connected to it. And I don't really buy the relationships. And we'll get to more of that later as time goes. But I thought the, relation, the scene with her mom meant to convey certain, okay, but didn't really nail it. And then the scene with her dad right after the the realization that the end the world is ending didn't really hit it either. Yeah. So as that relationship rocky. Con- continues to play out over the course of the movie, if you lost me at the beginning, you don't really do anything to kind of keep to me back. connected, yeah. and yeah. that is the issue. Now, what I do love, and I and I I'll give this great its respect is thirty minutes into the movie, we get a speech from Freeman. Freeman. Mm-hmm. This is the reveal. Mm-hmm. And it's a great speech, I think. It's also very scientific, grounded yeah. in a certain level of reality. One of the things that I think again, buy it, yeah. that this movie does that Armageddon doesn't, to its benefit or to its detriment. Like I'm not 100 percent positive because there are times yeah. where I think no one needs that. Like it's for the best. <laughs> the world needs this information, but the audience doesn't. Mm-hmm. Right. So when he's talking about. These two comets are going to circle around. They're going to do this, and here's the science. <laughs> they're going to take a look, and they're, they're going to go over Houston. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It feels like you do what you got to do. You just we get it right, <laughs> and so we don't maybe need all the science attached to it. But I think what it's trying to do is ground it in some sense of reality. So it's like I said, plus or minus, good or bad. I don't know yet because I don't know like intention. In, par for the course. Because Armageddon, as an example, is a movie that isn't all that interested in the science. Right, it's just like it's coming. We need to fix it. Let's get up there. Michael Michael Bay's that saved it's the world. The, yeah, and this is as I say something a little different. Yeah, I think if the dialogue is good, not maybe not necessarily amazing, mm-hmm. but good enough. Sure, and you have a guy like Morgan Freeman to do it. Yeah, it's got the gravitas. You're in pretty good shape. Absolutely, pretty good shape. So I like that he kind of reveals the 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 comet. Uh, this describes what's happening, and then talks about how. It's estimated to be a year from now. I'm going to freeze, freeze prices everything. and freeze wages. It won't be chaos, whatever else. Now, obviously, we lived through a fairly cataclysmic event. These things they should have froze everything. don't matter. Yeah. Uh, people will. And that is the one thing where I think only in hindsight that this movie kind of misses the mark. It's hard, though. It's not their fault because yeah. you just take what you think. Yeah. But 
back in 98, people trusted government for the most part. They, you know, <laughs> theoretically, right? But obviously in the years since, chaos has reigned. So as soon as you say pandemic, we're sold out of toilet paper for seven months and you're selling it on eBay for $1,000. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. that's the yeah, world yeah, yeah. that we live in versus this guy saying, don't worry, life will continue. You'll pay your bills. But the idea that life would be as normal is is un, <laughs> it's a little unbelievable 20 years later. But in the moment, I'm not, I wasn't like, it didn't take me out. I just, it's like in hindsight, you think, wow, there isn't a... Uh, there isn't a this subplot in this scenario. movie about a riot or, or looting or violence or whatever the case, you know, and I think that's the people took it well. <laughs> yeah, they took it pretty well. Pretty considering. well luckily. Now, they do do a very good job of setting up like when you're giving that notice of bad news, let's say you are saying, however, we have a plan. The Messiah is locked and loaded. We've been building this machine. We're going to have six or whatever astronauts ready to go introductions, so forth. So you're like, okay, well, then maybe you can take it better because there is a plan in place. Yeah. And they're organized. What did you think when they introduced the astronauts, particularly at the picnic scene, which again is a scene I do not enjoy. Mm. um, Did you think any of them were going to live based Mm. on the type of movie that this is? Like, I know it's tough to go back to the first time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I kind of went and said, these these guys aren't going to, this isn't going to work. I don't think I thought that. I think probably I would say the reason why is Duval. Sure. Like you... They're not going to kill Duval. Can't they wouldn't dareth kill Duval. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm probably guessing like some of them aren't going to make it. Like yeah. It's not going to be, but no, I never, I don't think I did think that. But that's true in Armageddon as well, I suppose, now that you mention it, right? Like some lived, some didn't. Yeah. Those are some tough decisions. This movie obviously does it in some ways the same and clearly, and obviously in some ways different for sure. Obviously the outcome, outcome yeah, is different. Yeah, that's but, fair. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I just felt like you're introducing, and it's again, not a fault of the movie because it's just what happens. Yeah. You introduce the characters, that's where the drama is, who's going to yeah. make it, who's and so forth. But I just thought the, the, the way the picnic scene tries to introduce them, it's thin. It just doesn't... I'll tell you one thing I liked. Tell me. And I think it's the only reason I do. It's Red Foreman. Sure. I don't know. He, he has Clarence good- Boddicker from Robocop. <laughs> Is, uh, yeah, you can go that way. Or, or we can use his real name. But <laughs> I think him just being there at the picnic is the only saving grace sure. for me. I agree with you. It's not a great scene. It doesn't do much for the other characters. No, Fabro, I think... uh Blair Underwood. Yeah. Uh, I th- it just sets up the most basic of... Which is why I talk again later about manipulation. But it, it gives you just very basic introductions yeah. to what's happening. Oh, Eldar's going to be a father. So we have one scene with him. Saying, once you leave the woman, you know, go up into her boobs, basically. And then sure, <laughs> uh, Blair Underwood just says, church, uh, church, church sucks. Gonna... We're going to have to, I'm not going to marry in a church. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Farrow is just a scientist geek. He doesn't have any real character. He's just yeah. like, he's he seven. Yeah. Uh, Mary McCormick, not much to do either. Duvall's got his two sons. And he says, we used to play a game, your mother and I. Uh, yeah. We wouldn't say wouldn't it. Say if, it. And you, so, see me, yeah. you see me go up five, six times. That's the only thing I sort of like is the Duval part. But it really it's the... It's the I think the format. payoff of it is a bit of a letdown. I like I, what little mm. bit of a character they give him. He at least has the character. is a character. But uh, generally the crew The way isn't. that plays out, they're not... Which I find interesting because by the end of the movie, there are some emotional moments. And I'm thinking, fuck you. You could have done something movie with this. because I'm feeling a little something, and I could have felt a lot of something if <laughs> if, if given you, more to do. Hundred percent, I would agree with that. But uh, it still does it. It still works. It just feels yeah. more manipulative because it works. Yeah, that when I'm talking about the emotions and and the and the, 
man, did I weep, Phil. Uh, <laughs> that is the weak link for me is those guys because you're not given enough earlier on. Yeah. And yet you're right. I don't think about it. It's like, it, it still gets me all weepy eyed. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. Hey, wait a minute. It's just like the general is what makes you cry, not the specific. And yeah. I want to f- cry about the specific. Listen, like and crying. Magnolia is one where it's like these are characters and lives and things that leave me emotionally bereft by the end of it like i'm, I'm spent Ooh, because i've watched these people what i feel is like living a life when phil is cleaning up after earl when he's died i feel phil's sadness that's because his name is phil yeah let's be honest we have a connection a bond <laughs> uh but you that because you spent so much time because you've you've committed to that this is you know three minutes of just like make a funny line interesting character note oh you're the this guy you're the that guy and move on. Uh, like Buscemi's the funny guy in Armageddon. Like he doesn't have a character. He's oh, just the funny guy. Yeah, he can just do that instantly. So what did you think of the bar scene then? Which is right after. Hated it. Yeah. I just hated it. I yeah, just, that's a strong word. It's such a weird thing for this movie that I think I overall think works. Yeah. But to break it down scene by scene, I'm like. Ah, like it misses the, a few marks. It misses some marks. And so yeah. this again. And here's an opportunity where, okay, the picnic is the is the family scene. And to get a sense of them outside of the mission, it fails, I think, to give any real connection. Mm-hmm. However, you follow that up with the bar scene almost right after. So now, okay, so we're not going to get a relationship or feel like characters relating to the outside world. But here's an opportunity to have a scene where you can relate at least to one another. Mm-hmm. And I do like the positioning of Duval being the outsider and just like yeah, the, the old timer the, the, the nameplate right yeah. the guy that you're selling the, PR, the, the, yeah. the mission the PR I do kind of like that the idea I, is good yeah I wish that they had had more conflict if that was the case because they don't they introduced that as being oh here the outsider but they don't really spend a ton of time in the mission or like it didn't come back yeah. if at some point in the mission like screw you old man I'm going anyway <laughs> right or something like that there would be like maybe some, a little bit Different choice of words, but yeah. sure, sure. But there'd be a conflict that that was born out of you're the figurehead. I'm trained for this mission. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna disobey your order. Big decision. And I'm gonna do something on my own that could have good or bad consequences. Yeah. Right. They all sort of. I'm on. not trying to rewrite the movie, but those are elements where you can leverage that relationship, what you're trying to set up. But nothing really happens. He gets on the ship. People listen to him, and he's reading Moby Dick by the end. Right. Like or Huckleberry Finn. So there isn't. I wanted a little more. If you're gonna set conflict. up that relationship, have a little more conflict. Yeah. Okay. And, and then somebody dies, and he says, you, you know, like this is why you have to listen to me. Like this is why I'm the guy. Like in Saving Private Ryan. Like in Private Ryan, to a certain yeah. extent, right? Like there is a yeah. reason why I'm the guy and you're not. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. There could have been something. It's just missed. I don't want a huge conflict. No, no, no. Just something. something subtle between the room that says we're over here and we think we know best. You're over there. You're an old man. You're out of touch, and yet we find a common bond within. And I didn't really feel that throughout the movie. Yeah, no, I think that actually the bar scene, the way it ended, left me a little bit cold too. Yeah, just kind of ended with nothing. Just kind of blah. I, I literally yeah. have the note saying like, "This is no reason to be here." Now, had they done a freeze frame? <laughs> if you put all those astronauts in a trunk. <laughs> I asked for it, folks. Uh, That's my for uh, for about twelve minutes. What, what do you would that bond them together bond better? Them, you absolutely. think? Absolutely. That's one big trunk. Um, well, you know, it's a Cadillac, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but I also think, in terms of economy, they go up right away. 
Yeah, it's not long like, before like they... It's almost like right from the, the picnic to the bar to the yeah. shuttle in the middle. Hangover and all. Get up there. And we get some explanation as to kind of what the mission actually is, that they're going to go and they're going to land, they're going to blow it up, and they're going to split it apart, and like that's the yada yada. I thought, this movie's really chugging along for a, for a two-ish hour, 210, give or take movie. Yeah. Um, we're about... It's two hours, actually. There, like okay, there rock. you go. I was trying to figure out which movie should I watch when I was rocking Rock Rocky Two Deep Impact. I watched the second one like the same day almost. Sure. Like which one do I watch? How much do I do I have? Let's see which one's like. Oh, they're both two hours. Like well, I guess it doesn't really matter at this point. And just because we're talking about, it, I, I chose to watch Deep Impact at the time because the family had just left. They had to go do, do something. Okay. I had just got home from work. Sure. They had to go run some errands, do some physio. I'm like, okay, I got this new 4K copy. Now's the time. I'm going to crank And it. I had it cranked <laughs> because I felt a movie like this to really sure, absolutely. feel it. And uh, I, I would say the, the sound mix, just to touch on it because it is a 4K upgrade. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a big difference between this and the Blu-ray copy, but I will say that. Atmos? Uh, no, 5.1 mm -hmm. True HD. Okay. So a little disappointing with that, but it was a good experience. I sure, would say, sure. Having Great. a blaring. What do you think of the actual Comet? Sequence. I don't have a lot of notes because those scenes tend to just bore the me. Astronauts, but generally? you're basically now on the comet. The mission yeah. is happening. How do you feel about how that goes in general? I think they could have used them. They could have used some oilers. <laughs> turns out that's right. If you get Bruce Where's and his riggers? crew, if you get them up there, I think they get it. I uh -huh. think they're a win. Yeah. So I loved how we joked about Armageddon. How you were like. Teaching uh, astronauts to, to, drill. Oil, to drill versus teaching drillers to... Uh, I think really it could have worked in this situation. Maybe a combination might have worked. Because what's-his-face kind of got it stuck and they couldn't get it out and then yeah. he's blind, blah, blah. Uh, I would say generally, Phil, this is not where I'm really... This doesn't have my focus. I don't mind the scenes. Yeah, I, I think Duval can carry a scene at, uh, pretty good. Sure. The the, do you rush, the effects, like what are you, what are you, like the like this is a showcase showcase kind of moment. You know it's, what? It's, I, I didn't even try because Armageddon has already got that. Sorry, yeah, sure. Like, it's like way it's above in. this in special effects. You got sure. you got Affleck. So you think he's dead? You got the two of them. We think one's gone. Sure, and they make back. it back. Yeah. Yeah. It's this, Armageddon owns that Such a section. very different tone with this sure. movie. So this sure. isn't really... Uh, it's fine. Yeah. But it's not It's not its strength. No, I movie. thought, uh, generally speaking, I thought it was fine. Like you said, yeah. I thought the effects were fine. But anytime you run in this situation, you just sort of don't know who which characters are which. Yeah. So when the guy... I like the Russian. Gets hit by the steam. I didn't know who that was. That's the thing. And they're like, he's I'm gone. I'm glad it was Favreau. Like, who's gone? I don't even Luckily know. Luckily, it was John Favreau. But yeah. But even <laughs> in the... In like when you're watching him basically die... You have no idea. It, the camera doesn't even show his face. Like it's like a low jowl shot. Like there is Armageddon does that, right? You know every. That's the thing, and so yeah. I, that I found was a real disappointment. Not, I mean, Favreau is Favreau, and this is a year after Swingers, so like I'm into Good him. Director, um, but Writer. I just thought, uh, what a strange. I didn't know who it was. I actually forgot like, who it was. That's me too. When who was it again? When they say like we got to go back, and and we were losing or, one, and it's a thousand meters or whatever, and I was like, I don't know who. I was like, don't worry about it. Yeah, well, he's like, we can't go back. Well, I do love, because we're right at that scene. Yeah. For whatever reason, this time specifically, I really felt the Russian, uh, his character, his emotion, the way he's just like, he sat there and like, shit, we lost him, man. Yeah. I thought he did a really good job for uh, just Very a quick moment. small moment. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. And like, we got to go back, we got to go back, we got to go back. And he just sits quiet in his chair and accepts. Yep. Um, and he kind of 
this in that position basically for till the rest of the movie. Yeah, it doesn't have anything else to do. But no it was dialogue. a good little moment. But I thought that was really just yeah. well performed. And I thought the eyes. I wish that they had done more with it, but I like that there was some consequence that his eyes were, were fried. Yeah. I thought his face would have been more fried as well. It was bubbled at the beginning, but it, his it makeup kind of, yeah, like fixed kind of itself like, uh, pretty quickly. Sly. A little bit. <laughs> Six months later, looking good. Yeah. But this is like <laughs> hours later. Yeah, I don't like know. That, that seems what's so strange. I got to the me. sense that it might have been longer you because think? the the failure to, into the next one. Okay, maybe was like months. I guess suppose that's true. Yeah, I don't have the exact timeline. I don't think I'm linking one. Um, but I do like that. So overall, this seems okay, and I like that they're basically an hour, and we're back with the president just to keep it grounded, to keep it that we're dealing with what we're dealing with, and mm-hmm. I really think this movie does that well, and it's 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 similar more to Day After Tomorrow to me than um, the Geddon. than the Armageddon, yeah. Uh, but I like that, and I like it again. I like the speech. I like it's, that. It's, I like that it's like okay, well that didn't work, but yeah, it just like we have another plan. But we have another plan. Yeah. So it just brings down like the hope is has decreased. Yep. And it, it's just layered that way, and we're by the end obviously it's like shit. We <laughs> that didn't work either. But anyways, we're not there yet. No, but I think that that's, that's a, a good exp- explanation of what's what's about to happen. Like so, you've got Freeman cave. making his speech saying the the fi- mission has failed. And we now have to go to our sort of plan B. Noah's Ark. Which is this Noah's Ark, this lottery system. The No one over 50 uh, is going to make it. Um, eh, you know. And we've got some tough decisions to make. Like all of that I felt was... Millions, not that many. In the- no. But I thought really well, again, well delivered as a, from performance, but also really pretty smart like if you're going to deliver that news you want to have a backup plan you want to be prepared so feel, have confidence that's the thing so it does. isn't going to devolve like your what we talked about earlier with the sort of the trusting of the of the president or whatever else just sort of like oh well, they're, they're working on it but now it starts to get a little bit more dire no one over 50 is going to survive unless you've already been picked and we're going to talk to you in a couple of weeks on the phone whatever this kind of stuff there is this element of the news tightening, right? Like the world is now getting smaller mm-hmm. and smaller. And I think that's pretty clever. Yes. And yes. I really enjoyed little things like I wish. No, I don't. That's not what I mean to say. The what feels off the cuffy. Uh, it's obviously dialogue that's written. But anytime you get a good actor delivering mm-hmm. a line yeah, yeah. like that, that really it can feel really rehearsed and really read. And there's other times where it feels like just a smart guy wanting to make sure that he's saying the right words. Yeah, so that's Sly doing a commercial. Exactly. <laughs> I hate keep making references to that because it's a, it's a new, uh, we just sort of did it. So Yes, not... <laughs> yes for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, that, that, that delivery I thought was really good. I thought a really good speech about, mm-hmm. about that and talking about how I'm going to offer a, a, a prayer and so forth. Yeah. Um, keeping it honest, keeping it sort of... Uh, I do... I, I see, like, I, I listen to Trudeau. He's a terrible speaker. Really? General, I find it's, oh, it, wow. it sounds rehearsed. Or if you've watched the OC Transpo, her do her conference, that, you're not, you're, you're reading off a, a screen. Well, like They all are because they I want know, to be. But, but, but there's a way to deliver no a line. credibility. It's like you're not, you're not in this with us. Mm, Where I get from, from President Beck, it's like he's in it with them. Like sure. we're all in this together. Sure. Where I feel like they're just, it's all PR. It's like, well, I have to say this. You sure. Know, Thoughts a, and prayers. Like you can, you can do a speech and make it sound like you mean it. Yeah. But I find um, just a couple of people have noticed in the news lately. It's like, I don't think you mean it. And I don't believe anything you say. And it'll be OC Transpo will work when it works. And yeah. nothing I can do about it. So shut up. 
Wow. Coming out hot. <laughs> they're not, a nice person. Not wanting to get political. Maybe they're just bad at public speaking. Maybe it's just because... I thought they were great public speakers, to be honest with you. But particularly yeah. the Prime Minister. I don't know about the, I haven't watched anything with the OC, but I, I've watched his speeches. I always feel... Well, you work from home, so what do you care? <laughs> I don't know what difference You don't makes. commute like the rest of us. I take a bus. Well, you don't take the train. Nobody does. That's right. You can't. <laughs> you can't even if you wanted to. Uh, anyway. Uh, but I did have a question as to sort of why... Taylor was chosen to survive. I think it's along the same lines as Biederman. Just as like a, she's the face. She's the face. Yeah. So yeah. you you broke the story. You get and the I like and I honestly this is an afterthought I had after about a few viewings is like I think how it played out is she knows the truth but didn't know the truth but as sure. past that is Freeman's like. Okay, you're my you're you're gonna be the you're face. my yeah yeah yeah. My I think it's a good choice because she's attractive. Sure, and she's also humans, on the news, but she hasn't been on the news. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but I I think I think it's just it's optics. Yeah, I think it's just optics. This is the person's, and I think she does a really good job on all her. Pro- you're gonna choose eight hundred thousand Americans. I suspect you're gonna find a, at least one better looking woman maybe in news than I think you're Tia really Leone. underestimating Tia Leone's beauty. I right think now. I am. Right I think now. I am. You are, and that's. Uh, Really a shame. I would have appreciated that or respected that decision had she already been an anchor somewhere. Yeah, I didn't but question because it. she's nobody. I didn't question it. Uh, don't question. It feels odd to be like Better you're going to be the spokesperson, it. but whatever. Anyway, I, I, I just think thought, he has chosen her as the face, and the people need continuity. Sure, they need that. It's very sure. important. I think we know that, and so I think that's yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's all right. I'll accept. Good. Um, <laughs> More than fair. But I also think that the, the, in the following scene, there's a little funny, and again, maybe because. The image was in my brain from all, viewing all those years ago of the scene. But I thought uh, when the dad, the neighbor's dad, Lily Sobieski's dad, is like, I don't even know why I bought this motorbike. And he locks it up. I'm thinking, I know that bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that this is going to come into play a little later. Yeah. Like, it's such a throwaway lie. Like, what? there's no yeah. reason. Like, I don't even know why I bought this motorbike with a full tank of gas and leaving it in my closet with the favorite daughter's <laughs> life. You know, there's a certain part of that just kind of thinks, like, well, this is a bit of a setup. It, but it's whatever. funny when he's like, where are you going? Oh, maybe they're calling our phone. Maybe we got no one's selecting you, buddy. Yeah. Who are you? You're nobody. Yeah, you're not you're Brodo's family. They get a free pass. Yeah. Uh, are you okay with Biederman's free, uh, free pass? That's uh, Richard Schiff's, uh, his dad whom I love Jurassic from, the, Park from the West Wing and Jurassic Park 2. Uh, <laughs> but I, uh, yes, Biederman, I think, is 100% appropriate. Yeah. Leone, I just don't understand. Yeah, I, think it's a, I, think it's, I think it's the same. Sure. So you can't. Uh, you but can't Biederman, yeah, it makes sense to me and the family. It makes sense and all that kind of stuff. But Tashier? So. Sorry. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> uh, you're not getting to far point this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are not. Um, <laughs> He dies again. At this point, we do see <laughs> we do see like you were saying earlier the the world's starting to fall apart a little bit more. There's some looting and yeah, some stuff bit. in Moscow. They touch on it. Yeah. So there's again an allusion to the fact that the rest of the world is not adapting quite as well as America. Yeah. I think you have to do you have to get it in there. I think you have to 100. Yeah. I just would have expected more of it and more of it homegrown. But yeah. uh, obviously that's not the movie. Yeah, wants I think to it's tell just checking a else. box. Checking a box, and I'm I'm okay with that because I'm really invested in some other in the characters and the relationships. Than the disaster itself. Did you um, understand or like the Biederman's marriage? Like the idea that this is how we kind of get around the rules a little bit and then bring his family and Only her family? It's a tough sell. Yeah. Especially after six times. But I, for, I, I don't know if I don't, I don't 
they don't it doesn't need to be forgiven, but I, I did. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm okay. I don't know how it works. I don't care. Yeah, it all feels yeah. natural. Like I said, I, yeah. it's just a plot point that I thought, oh, okay, that's I'm an interesting way around them. it. Like, I'm actually into this. Like, I think as characters and as actors, they did they they did enough for me to say. All right, I'm with you. Yeah, me too. I, yeah. I thought it was fine. I, the family yeah. stuff, I liked. Again, you have to humanize. So I want the mm-hmm. the fear. I want, you know, when when he's announced, I want the, the neighborhood to come to him. And, you know, he's like, oh, he's alive. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But the neighbor being the counterpoint, you know, here's the success story. Here's the failure story. Like, here's who's going. Here's who's not. I wish that they had had a more emotional kind of breakdown as to, like, oh, my, like, the the realization that we are not going um, and those kinds of things, like they've got a baby, right? They could have played into that a little more. But I do like, as a choice for the movie and in character, I like that there is this paradox between the two and there yeah. is a bit of a cheat to the system that yeah. we can get a dry marriage license and I can try and bring you in and this and that. So I really do enjoy That's good, yeah. um, the, the way that that storyline kind of makes itself, works itself out, uh, I yeah. think I is really think good. I think Lily did a really good, like Absolutely. A, I think she's small great. role, but I yeah. like her. She plays, and when she ends up, I mean, I, I, did you ever think that the parents were going to, you know, like it's the way it's kind of um, sold to us. I don't I'm not confident that. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I sent a letter to the president or to the White House. Yeah, you guys are in. You're fine. I didn't buy that. No. And it turns out I was I was right. Yeah. Uh, so well, but I like how it really gives Lily just a moment of, you know. Like, do I go, do I stay, or do I go? And she gets really emotional. I think she does a really good job. Yeah, that she's great. I th- like I said, I, I feel like most of that relationship between the two parties, I also like Richard Schiff as the dad being very much like, we'll figure this out. Like, let's just get on the bus. Like, let's, we'll work it out. Like, don't worry, but we've got to go. We've got to go. We've got to go. I really, that's again, the sense of urgency. There is things happening and we do not have a lot of time. And the reality of that, regardless of what your instincts are, like this has to be. So I really like all the way that 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 whole sequence kind of played out. Good, good. Um, I did also like Duvall's line, which came soon after, about um, uh, he's talking to Eldard on the on the on the on the you know is now blind or whatever else he's Moby on the Dick, medical bill. Uh, about the marriage in particular and how like do you know your boys that they at the academy whatever else, and he says uh, marriage you have good years you've got bad years but we ended on a really great year. It's nice. It's eh? a really beautiful moment where, again, a character that doesn't have a lot of character, you can just, if you get good writing and good performance, I was like, that's a good line, man. Yeah. Um, And this movie's got, what he makes up for, what the movie makes up for at times in plausibility or some character choices, whatever else, they have enough, like I was saying earlier, with that actor saying that That line at that time, it elevates the scene enough so Cromwell whether it's Freeman whether it's Duvall whatever they're saying in the moment it just elevates it just so so that a scene with them talking about marriage is so so like trite and so easy but all of a sudden kind of hooks yeah it's like oh wait no there's a weight to it even though it doesn't feel like there should be and that's the power of a good actor you have like you just mentioned like Cromwell Freeman and Duvall kind of like the the elders of absolutely yeah yeah, well, the other ones aren't given the real weight of that. I mean, Lily's crying really well, but she does have that dialogue of like "knock yeah. you on your socks" kind of line. But I think it's it's a really, really, really good. Generally speaking, now you mu- you love Taylor's mother. Yes, hundred percent. What did you think of kind of her slow fade? You know, she talks about how she's happy that she's going to live on. She quit smoking. She quit smoking. Like, who does that when the Earth is about to? 
It's the opposite. It's the, literally know, the opposite. She feels great. And then my she, mom got cancer. She's like, well, yeah. I already have cancer. I may as well start smoking again. Yeah. Genius idea. I think it's really worked out well for her. <laughs> And the rest of us. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> We're going dark, folks. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it, it's weird because it, it, you don't expect the scenes putting on the makeup. Yeah. There's something about it. It's subtle. It's, it's there. There's a dignity it, to it. There's a dignity. The The soundtrack to this, this film is fantastic. Pretty great, yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. We have Armageddon, which has some obviously some Aerosmith and some real... It's a good soundtrack. I, I owned it. But I found this one was just music, just really good music. I don't know who actually composed this one. I, it it doesn't feel like a Zimmer. It doesn't feel like a, maybe a Howard. Maybe I don't know. It's James Horner. It is, eh? Very talented guy. He's got a lot of great scores under his belt. I mean, he's got some Star Trek he's in got there a couple and Star uh, Titanic. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. Braveheart. Uh, you know, some real quality, big sweeping movies, Legends of the Fall, so on. So yeah, deep he's impact. in that world. Yep. So I think uh, I love that that I don't know that's not a montage, but it's a um, it is a bit like you're kind of putting yeah. it together. Sure, the makeup, so, the jewelry, yeah. whatever else. So I, I think it's quite a contrast from like oh I feel great I gave some paintings away. Yes, I feel like I've done something for the future. I've quit smoking. Things are great, and then she gets herself sort of dolled up and commits suicide. Yeah, it's a deep cut. Um, the choice interesting. I don't know if uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what your thoughts around it. I do like the impact of it. Sure. <laughs> Ironically, uh, the only issue I have with it is from mostly just from a filmic perspective. Mm-hmm. I just think we introduce. She's over fifty. right? Those so two she, scenes know. are very close together. She has this, inf- you know, meeting with with her daughter about you're over fifty. It feels bad. I, you know, whatever. And she wants some more space. I will feel good living with your living. I've sold this. I've quit smoking. I'm doing all these things. And you're like within five minutes. She's getting the dolled up, whatever. She's dead or dying, you know, commit suicide. And then, like, fi- within five minutes, T. Leona's getting a phone call. Oh, what? Okay. And then goes to the hospital. Like, it just all feels very rushed to the point where none of it resonates. So the, the, the impact, as you're saying, I didn't really feel. Mm-hmm. And then because T. Leona, I think, is such a terrible actor, See, when she says wrong. things like, I feel like an orphan. That's great. That's it's such gold. a. Is there Oscar for that? <laughs> such a poor. Moments. No, sadly, just like Rocky Two. Did Rocky Two not win anything? There are no Oscar <laughs> nominations. <laughs> really? Even. Rocky Two, despite Rocky One being yeah. this critics' darling, fetid with yeah. three Oscars nominated, I think for seven. Um, Rocky Nothing. Two zero two zero. years later, um, and uh, Tiloni was not even nominated. I guess no, 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 no. way. Um, but I mean, anyway, so that kind of thing, I just thought it just felt very rushed. That's all. Yeah, I mean, something in between would have been nice. I don't think it, it hurts the film that much. Now, I will say I, I really like Tia's reaction with the phone call that her mother's dead. Okay. I think that's really good. I think she uh, knocks it out of the park. I do say the orphan part, yeah, not the best scene. Little And at first I'm like, how does the dad know that she's yes. there? And I'm thinking, well, it must be outside of the building, the hospital, the morgue, the hospital whatever. Sure. So. You know, uh, and it's raining and such. I don't know. It's not a, not the best scene by any means, but I do like because I, I really thought the mom was really good. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. I think I was okay with the, even though it was a little bit rushed because I got the essence of it. Yeah, I like it. that it happened. I just think just from a just again from a story like from a, a propulsion of the yeah. story, I just would have liked a little bit more yeah. or weight to it because. Sure. It, or maybe go to somewhere else because you have three stories. That's the thing. Pivot yeah. out and come back in five or ten minutes and have it. 
Let's blame it on the editing people. Uh, that's the thing. Just just little subtle choices. Again, not a complaint, generally speaking, mm-hmm. but just a little bit of like a I wanted tweet. to feel more. And when you don't give me the room to feel, I don't. Right. And Tia so Leone, her she's not getting it. She's for not you. giving it. Right. Maybe so, I think that's the difference maybe. between you guys. I'm getting it from her and you're not. So that can really make a difference. Could be. Yeah. But yeah, I had the same problem as you did, which is like, why is she just sitting in this in the rain? Why is it that he knows where to pull up to see her? Yeah. And why is it within two minutes of getting there, she's like, oh, I'm cab. leaving. Give me a cab. And there's a cab right like there. Like you've just been waiting. There's no cabs when the world's ending. No. Yeah. And you're also just not sitting around waiting yeah. to say, go to hell and walk away. Right. Yeah. Like The cab part is what I didn't buy because there's cab no cab. He's like, yeah, I'm still doing my job. Hey, <laughs> Morgan Freeman said yeah, you're to right. keep doing it. True, true. Good point. And you trust Touché. your government. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That whole sequence, like I said, I just, I, I was like, I don't like this. And I don't like the the payoff of the pictures. Oh, that's uh, great. And here's that's proof, too soon. Here's yeah, he proof that you're not an day. orphan. Like all of that feels really as I said, to me, that's the weakest thread of the movie. Okay. Uh, I like the journalistic stuff at the beginning, but as soon as it pivots to the family drama stuff, I'm out. I, I do not feel anything for this for this group of people, unfortunately. And I think uh, it's, I think it comes down to I think I, I I don't disagree with it all coming quick. And rushed. I think it really comes down to, to Tia. Yeah, because that's, that's probably really, she's. Yeah, yeah, she just she really fails to me. No, but she doesn't. That's your problem. Yeah, your problem. It's my problem. <laughs> it's my problem too. So we're about an hour thirty into the movie. Last half hour, kind of home stretch. They're trying to build it, kind of bring it all back to mm-hmm. the culmination. There was the last possible hope that the world had, which was the sort of Russian missiles or the the <laughs> nuclear missiles. But they had to wait until they were. Yeah. Pretty close, uh, which, I, which I think works. Yeah, I think yeah. again, I, all of it's believable I, because of the way they, yeah. they explain <laughs> it, and because it feels grounded, at least in some sense of it's not doesn't feel like whimsy, like oh scramble, uh, let's try this, right? It's like each time Morgan Freeman talks, he's got a new plan and a plan B and a plan C, and maybe Runs just dead, because yeah. he's able to convey that, yeah, then I buy it as plot. As we were talking, we've talked many times. Your internal logic just has to be logical internally. And I think this movie, because they set it up with the gravitas of That's a win, we have yeah. a plan, we have a plan, we have a plan, then as the plan unfolds, you feel like, okay, this is the plan. Rather than, where's this plan coming from? Like all of a sudden they've got another, you know, kind of thing. For sure, yeah. Yeah, it all works, which is good. That's the strength. So I think that, that that's clear. So the, the, the acknowledgement that these missiles have failed puts the world in another spin, let's say. And the acknowledgement that we're going to get hit by these two comets or the split apart comet. And it's one's going to hit approximately here. One's going to Western you know, Canada. I the believe, the gravity of that situation starts to come in and, and we will have this extension level event and we're going to the Noah's Ark and all of these things start happening. And you're like, okay, I, I thought really well executed and made Wonderful. logical sense within the context of the movie. Happy to hear it. And once we have that information, now we cut back to, the astronauts yes how's that story kind of culminating what's their decisions to make yeah. and the decision is well how many nukes do we have left on the on the on the ship here and what are we going to do about it now how do you feel about that decision i like how it's the guy realizes well is well we don't have enough gas yeah. to get back to earth and the guy's like yeah we're not coming back if we do this yeah i think that's pretty good i think it's pretty solid i think like you just talked about the the, the logic yeah Duvall's explaining, well, if we do this and we got this, I'm like, okay, sure. Sounds yeah. good to me. That's it. <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't know how we got there, but I like it. I, I, um, I think it's, yeah, like you you knew they weren't coming back anyways. Yeah. It gives them more relevance in the yeah. movie. Yeah. 
because they're definitely not like Bruce and the crew. Now we have a reason to care about these yeah. people, right? I don't like that it ends on a joke, but I do Awkward. like uh, <laughs> the, you know, we'll all get high schools named after us. Huh? Uh, anyone? Anyone? <laughs> anyone? Just hang on. Um, but I do kind of enjoy, like, like you're saying, the, the realization that, well, wait a minute, if we do this and this, we're not, oh, that's what you mean. Yeah. And we can't do anything about the little one. That's it. And his delivery of that is, I like it. it yeah. It's good. It's like, I do too. I yeah. think Duvall is a great actor. And, really? and the others are not necessarily great actors, and but they react well to him. Luckily, Favreau's gone. <laughs> I like Favreau as an actor. <laughs> I know you do. So take a uh, weak stab Not like it. that much. I just really like Swingers. It's really no, you love it. He's your favorite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pay no attention to the John Favreau poster I have in my... <laughs> Why is he not uh, wearing a shirt? That's my question. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I thought overall that scene was really effective and I didn't even mind the decision by Elijah Woods to sort of go back. I, there's a world where I'm like, ah, man, come on. It's iffy. Uh, but you're young and you're dumb and you maybe don't understand the whatever and love is important or whatever. I didn't also, those two relationships or that relationship between the two prior to all of this didn't really feel like they were boyfriend girlfriend or like it was like they, they were, were like neighbors buddies they were on their way yes, to that yes and, and this, this sort of sped it up it's the end of the earth will do that it will what's yeah. funny is the dad which jurassic park 2 guy yeah yeah richard Schiff. yeah yeah i wasn't Toby a big Ziegler. fan of him in the beginning he's like uh, you're not a i don't know you're not a great he have uh, a lot character to do like either. good performance sure fine. yeah yeah there's something about his like yeah i get it yeah and Here, just take eye acting, stuff. and it's just, and he hugs his son. I'm like, that's that's nice. Yep. I, I really like that moment. Yeah. Where it's like, I understand young love, and I know you're my son, and I, I, want, I want the best for you. But to be able to give up, and son thinking, well, you're, yeah, you go get her, and yeah. and having the confidence that maybe he, they will survive somehow. Sure, or know? get back in time, or whatever the case. Yeah, because they have no idea like what's going on up there. Yeah, I also like that he's giving him things to trade because the Smart. idea is that there is no. Like, if the world does end or the things hit or whatever the case, and he does manage to survive. Here's my Timex. It won't be a capitalistic society. You know, there'll be things like, I have things, and how do we barter and change? Yeah, he's and not an idiot. So I really like that, too. And, and I, I thought, to your point, I really enjoyed the relationship between the two to have that, like you said, the confidence of it and, and the respect of your yeah. son to say, okay. I believe in you. I believe in you. And, and the stuff. mom had a, a little moment there. Where Beautiful. I'm letting my son go and... Yeah, eye acting. It's yeah, it's really good for again a scene that is pretty trite or could be pretty lame. I thought delivered pretty well. I guess what this movie does well too is it it, it's a common accumulation, accumulation, culmination, culmination of scenes like that. I get a little teary eyed for a bit, and I just sort of start to recover, and it gives me another (laughs) moment like this, and it just the whole second half of the movie, I'm just man in waves. Yeah, yeah keeps coming at me in waves and it's like well that's and i think that's why i like the movie because it, it, it's able to do that and, and draw that connection yeah connects on yeah. some level for sure yeah um we've now talked about the other two so bring it back to yeah, we'll Te- in circles here Te- <laughs> Leona's yeah. character i don't know why i keep saying Teleona. it's Teleoni. Yeah. Te- yeah have some respect for her, phil um her character She's chosen. It is chosen. She's basically kind of got the helicopter. There's some sort of helicopter situation. Yeah, they're we trying to escort eight. her out. We're going to draw straws. Yeah. One guy clearly is like, oh, this is stupid. This is stupid. <laughs> I always lose. And if you draw and you want to give up your seat to women and children, which is funny because they don't. They don't, no. Which is a little bit surprising. Uh, but I think that's what you really like 
who would like yeah. you know what I mean? Like you want to survive your survival skills. Yes. Kick in like I'm living. I didn't really understand the entire helicopter sequence to be honest. They say like whoever draws the short straw goes to higher ground. Okay. Yeah. They're giving you a chance to, to That's live. That's We're right. dropping okay. off Jenny. Yes, and, and then, then we're, we're going high ground. high ground. That makes sense because I thought, where are all these people going? But yeah, high okay, ground, so it makes sense if they're going higher ground. Yeah, going to Ben Kenobi land. I do think. So, what are your thoughts about giving up her spot? I didn't think she should have gone to begin with. Oh. So, you know how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> she shouldn't have been chosen. It's. I think it's powerful. It, the decision is so. I don't want to say rash, but she was. It's like she made the decision and doesn't doesn't even realize That's what it. decision she's making. It. I have yep. no idea what I'm doing here. I just know that this person has a kid yeah and i'm gonna sacrifice myself i'll figure it out yeah and i and i, I love that as a character i love her performance in it <laughs> and i love the the fact that we'll stay in this room she likes this room and she's just in like shock that's a beautiful scene actually. it's really good it's really where powerful like, she thinks we're high enough it'll be okay yeah like, oh, it's man. so genuine this it's so is like, where i'm oh, you actually believe that yeah yeah and this is where i'm like oh my god a little bit ready i'm and not then, there but i'm a little bit ready <laughs> And then they get to helicopter and like, I'm not going. And I think it's amazing. I think it's a really uh, great scene. This is probably the high point of my emotional response. Like I'm getting pretty weepy here. Cause I think it's to have to be, to give, to sacrifice so much yeah. uh, to somebody is, is very moving. Yeah. And that's, I think, I think I, she does. I know you're not big on her performance, but I think with the, I don't know the actress's name who's has the daughter, but I think she does a really good job too. And what she's, in the movie for yeah she's not in it much but i agree and i think it's just a, a great scene overall i think that and I, I do sorry one last thing please <laughs> there's a moment because i don't want to say it later because we'll be way gone ahead is the look between the the head of the the chief yes he has a look to the other guy when they announce the 50 if you're over 50 you're not going do you remember that part does that did that st- did that stick out to you at all I think those are great moments. I think that that's those are subtle, quiet moments. I don't know the like the actors' name, you know, whatever. We obviously you don't, don't do any to. research, but the the moments when the reality hits, so you're not if you are over fifty, those are quiet, subtle moments. Just yeah. as the same when you're the little girl and yeah. is saying. And that's why it kind of came to my head. It's yeah. similar to me uh, when um, I was saying one of the very few moments where I felt emotionally connected to anything in the island was when Scarlet calls home yeah and the little girl is, like, is that you mommy no just a clone <laughs> <laughs> but like it's the childlike response to something they don't understand and so when she's sort of like i this is like the where she wants to be because she thinks it's high enough or whatever else and i'm just gonna give her that because i don't want to scare her right like just the acceptance of the fact that we're this is over um, those are things that I think are really powerful in movies, in particular this one that I thought really worked. I don't think that she belonged on the helicopter to begin with, so I didn't feel the emotional yeah. any weight from that. I do like that the guy, the, the chopper captain or whatever, said throw away the suitcase that the guy got on. I was like, what is this? We don't have room for this and threw it away. I was like, that's really funny, kind of clever. Uh, I also wonder if somewhere on the Messiah, sorry, in the Noah's Ark is going to be an issue because Taya is one person. Yeah. And they traded for two. Yeah, so no if someone's got the clicker at the velvet rope. Yeah, could be a could be a situation. <laughs> situation uh, down there. But uh, overall, yeah. I really like the scene. I think uh, I like the overhead shot too, as the, as, the, as it takes off all the helicopters, all the helicopters, yeah. and we see all the people on the rooftop and all that kind of stuff. I think much like uh, 
the day the uh, the day after tomorrow, there's this element of people just trying to get to the high ground and hoping as best they can to yeah to survive if they can and so forth. Yeah, and that kind of takes us around back to um, Elijah Wood. Yeah, where he goes back, grabs the bike like uh, was foreshadowed, and starts going down traffic and trying to find Lily, and he yep. finds her. Yeah, do you think pretty conveniently? Well. It's okay. It's sure. a movie. It's fine. Yeah. It's a movie. It's fine. <laughs> you had to say something. I had to. What do you think of that shot? Did they get that many cars there to pull off the scene? Because it doesn't look like CGI. These look. Everything looks real. Uh, That's a the, big ask to, to get the you know like hey everyone with a car we're gonna we're gonna do this scene now or wherever it, it's wherever it was shot. Sure. I thought that was. I know. I just popped my thought in my head from like. Yeah, I don't know exactly, but what'll likely happen is there's there's like part practical. Then probably part matte painting and probably part CGI to extend okay. it from there. Well, it fooled me. I, it was uh, all... I don't remember. I don't have a vision immediately of the of the scene, but that's sort of how it typically would work: is that you build the practical thing small, and then like a matte painting to. I always forget ex- about the matte painting. Extend it. Sometimes forget. you got miniatures, so you can just sort of make it. So there's a lot of different tricks and so forth that can give it the the expanse. But I suspect it's a combination of all of those. Well, how did you feel about mm-hmm. he finds Lily, mm-hmm. and that goodbye? And ultimately, their death. Tashi Yar. It's yeah. Not, it's not oil this time. I. It's not this time. I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought that there was a good moment. It gives the baby to, to Tia. Uh, or sorry, to How they uh, Lily. the baby? We'll never know. Doesn't, questionable. Um, but I, I did, you know, formula. That's fine. Yeah. My issue with it, actually, is that it comes very soon before or soon after a very, very similar death scene. Mm-hmm. But I preferred this one. Yeah, okay. Like, I mean, I felt... This one you felt, I felt more. better about. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was happier, I guess, in the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, I just felt like there was more to it than this in this instance because, again, I I, I like these guys. I like that that storyline with that family, those yeah, two course, families. Yeah, so no, I get that. I understand where you're coming from. I I, I love it too. Like so I, I think that, it's that as was good. pretty effective. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really like the Leone dad scene in the office where he's like, "This is proof you're not an orphan." Yeah. If you don't like that, it's gonna be hard for Your you to like. Your mom the... took the photos. It's just us laughing and playing. Like, she okay, okay. she's ins- okay. And then she stuff. gives it all up and then goes to meet him on a beach. And I do remember. Yeah. And she says, "Of course I remember. Great you're day. the greatest dad that ever lived." Easy now. She didn't say that. <laughs> Check the script. Um, you jerk. But then they just basically <laughs> stand on the beach and watch the wave. Now the wave is happening. Like the the yeah. comet has landed. And we're going yeah. into it. I nothing for you. It didn't do anything for me. No, daddy. Other than I was happy. Daddy, yeah. uh, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine. But again, I've liked her all the way. That's through. That's the thing. You're so. kind of into that that thread, and if you're in it, then you must, you know, then these are things that are hitting your buttons. Because I was never in that relationship, I never felt anything about it, and she rubs me the wrong way as an actor. That I just didn't get there with them, but I did yeah. feel something with the other ones. You know what? I mean. Rocky, some of us have a heart. Some Rocky and Adrian, I didn't, you know what I mean? There you so go. It's just, I'm not going to, let's call it even. Sure. <laughs> sure. Totally reasonable. Yeah. But, but I, I would say that it wasn't, I didn't like it more. I do like the fact that it was a bold choice to take out your main character, though. Regardless of who, who it is. Oh, for sure. I think that's a, a bold I, move. I think it's, I think it's a, a great testament. Yeah. And this is sort of where, truthfully, up until... The end of the movie, or really the last half hour or so, I really had it in my head for some reason that this was going to end in like mass disaster. Hmm. One of the things I liked about the the day after tomorrow was that it actually happens. Mm-hmm. Whatever the thing is, 
happens. happens. Yeah. And it destroys and you have to rebuild and the world is different because of what happens. And uh, I started to get the nervous energy that this may not work out. Well, that's good energy. As good as as, as Armageddon worked out pretty good. This is in between. Yeah, I just thinking are they going to like because they've tried A, they've tried B, they've tried C, right? Like is it really going to hit? And I hoped that it would. That's good. And then when it started to get into <laughs> Well, we're gonna blow up the the big one. I'm gonna right. I started to think, are they gonna cheat? Are they gonna cheat the event itself and pivot away from the actual disaster? Like, is this gonna be a bait and switch? So what I do like is that the first one still hits. that the wave hits and yeah. it destroys New York and mm-hmm. Boston skyscrapers, and whatever and, yeah. skyscrapers, Statue of Liberty, all of those things. Some live, some die, some characters. That's yeah. it. Like you're. Yeah. So I do appreciate that it's taking. It takes the risk, let's say, of actually following through with the damage. Um, but I do wish maybe that the big one had hit and just avoid, you know, evacuate everything. But no, uh, yeah. I'm just kidding. But I, <laughs> so I like that it split the, the difference. I, yes. but, so I was nervous that it would fake, like it would pull its punches by the end. So I was happy that it hit and that there was consequences to it hitting yeah. and people died and families were destroyed and and life would have to kind of go on. So I did like that. Now, we've made the commitment. We've seen some stuff. The scene in which the astronauts get their sort of last wishes, they get the the codes from Red, um, (laughs) and they're ready to do their their actions, and they say, where, you know, get me the family. What did you think of that scene? Did you think of that scene? Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I like it. Um, and I like the rush of, I'm, I'm coming, like the, uh, Orion. I don't know if it's saying his name correctly. Orin. Orin. That's right. Uh, I generally liked it. Um, I think it ties up that whole story part. It gets you a little bit emotionally more triggered, I think. So, but all in all, I like it, but it's, it's not my, it's always been my sort of weakest part of it all. This is why we're different. Yeah. This is actually the only scene in the movie where I felt really. I should say the only, but like I mean, I'm 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 there generally. I thought, generally speaking, as contrived as it is, as trite as it is, as sort of silly on it's some really level balling. it is, I felt myself more emotional in this moment than really anywhere else. A couple yeah. of po- you know, again, I was saying some pockets here and there that yeah. you feel a little something, but this I felt it, this eh? one where I thought, how bad as it is. I thought the church stuff was ridiculous. Like, I didn't like all of it, right? So, yeah. Andrew Wood has nothing as an actor, as a character <laughs> yeah. to work with, right? So, he says, you keep doing that church stuff. Yeah, I'll haunt you. And I'll haunt you. Like, okay. It's cute. I like it. Um, but I did like the... I didn't love the, I'm here, I'm here. I was like, let's just let her be there. We don't need the drama. I need it. Um, I but I, I thought it. that scene was really good and how he kind of faked his vision because he didn't want them to worry yeah, that's, that's uh, nice of him. I thought that was a kind of a good scene with Oren and 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 the and the son nice. now that he's going to meet. Yeah, it's nice. Um, and how Blair Underwood kind of gives him like he's holding a rocket, and he can oh, that's a great rocket you've got. Like just something quiet and subtle between yeah. them that I liked. The Mary McCormick, you know what I want to say, lame. It's lame, much like her last line of dialogue there with like the <laughs> you're going to have the high school stuff. But I really love the the little girl. Yeah. And the dad, like, she takes good care. Like, you can feel emotion oh, on that yeah, side. Absolutely. I really connected on that. And I really thought um, it interesting about Duval, where his sons don't really play a factor. Like, he has that scene at the thing where it's like, we'll play the game. Duty. We don't say anything. Duty. And then he says, I want to say goodbye to Mary. 
that for some reason and also. hello to her very soon. Exactly. <laughs> so I think that kind of resonated with me too. So yeah. even though it's like this is the manipulated part. Like I shouldn't be feeling anything for these guys because yeah. they haven't given me any reason to. I found myself a couple times, a couple yeah. beats yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. all right, I'm a little there. I'm a little there. And I hate that I am because <laughs> Dave's pick. Uh, no, it's more so just the, it's just, it's so cheating. Like it just feels so yeah. manipulative from a filmmaker. Yeah. I think and, that's why it came in third place for me. But I, it was, the, it worked for me. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So it was uh, actually first place, I suppose. Oh, if you're really? talking about emotional oh, yeah, it came moments, in, it, was, it was a good bronze. Uh, <laughs> it was my most, but, uh, well, that's what I like with this movie is it all the, I get it from all, all of them and I'm just placing them. There's not one that doesn't get me there, but yes, this would be uh, bringing up the rear. So, I mean, I, and then obviously they succeed and the thing blows up and, and you get the Freeman speech at the end. Underwhelming, I felt, a little bit. I think I've already peaked, and now it's just kind of tacked on a bit. And It wasn't an amazing speech. I just, I don't know. I think I feel like I was just... Wrap it up. Yeah, like I was just, I was done, I think. I'm just, I'm emotionally exhausted, I think, at this point, in a sure. good way. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything he could have said sure. to really do it right, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I didn't love it. I thought it was... Like the we'll build again. I've never, I've never seen the I've never seen Independence Day, but it feels like that type of speech where yeah. he's saying like waters rise, yes. but waters recede. Yeah. Buildings fall, but we will rebuild. Yeah. There's a certain level of rah rah in there that wasn't present before, but I like the wide shot. I like that they're rebuilding the Capitol building. I do not like that they're actually rebuilding the Capitol, like the actual Capitol building, because according to all projections, Washington, D.C. will have been destroyed. Yeah. So I would have liked that to actually be in like Wyoming someplace, and they're building a new White House, as it were, in this new state that is existing, you know? Or blue House or something. Something. Take your pick. Uh, but I mean, that's a small nitpick. But I thought as an ending speech, I thought it was okay. I didn't have that big a problem with it. Uh, maybe not as good as some of the other ones or maybe as powerful, but I thought overall a pretty solid ending to a movie that I thought was better than I anticipated in the end. So um, Pleasantly surprised to hear that considering the IMBD scores. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's just a, it's a weird thing because it's not a movie that I would have necessarily gravitated towards and wasn't anything really special about it. Like there was nothing that was over and above, but it was a bit of like a bunch of base hitters getting on yeah. base where nothing was really exceptional. The effects weren't amazing. The performances weren't great. Writing wasn't solid, but, but they, it all got on base. Yeah. But everything yeah. kind of worked well enough in the storyline that I felt everything was fairly grounded in some sense of reality. And there were enough performances and scenes and lines that kind of elevated. So by the time it was over, I was actually like, I enjoyed this movie it's and a satisfying watch. Would yeah, you say. exactly. Now I don't think I'll watch it again anytime soon. It doesn't have that, you know, pull yeah, get to, right back to, to it, yeah. get me to see that because none of it was elevated. There isn't that get me back to that scene or that moment or feel that feeling. It just was like that was a solid watch of a movie that I did not anticipate enjoying mm -hmm. that I ended up kind of on the on that side. So um, it's one of the rare occasions where I have to thank you for bringing it <laughs> forward. It's a movie that's very old, obviously, in the in, in the time frame that I've just managed to somehow avoid for all this time. It's so. probably the first movie that I've brought off the shelf that I liked, continue to like, even more than I other viewings of it, that it was poorly scored, like pretty bad, like yeah. 40 is pretty bad, Yeah, and that you managed to get an enjoyment experience out of it. So yeah. that's a, I think that's a, a win. And I think I, I, it's a movie I will go back to every couple of years. Sure. 
it is emotionally exhausting. So that's why I don't want to go back to it. Like I'm drained. Yeah. It takes a lot sure, out of me. Sure, it's a lot. Sure. And so it's one of those every couple of years, throw it out and, you know, enjoy the uh, the show. So I'm glad. I'm happy to hear, Phil, that you uh, got some enjoyment despite having more or less the main character. Just imagine, you know. Yeah. I'm where you are. Plus, I like the main character. Yeah, uh, I, I hope that doesn't it. skew my net, my further watches of this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. She does suck. No, I think that's the power of you know whatever everyone takes and yeah. comes and, and goes with it. But yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I missed that that mark, but uh, I didn't miss you guys. So thank you for listening, folks. Uh, we really appreciate it. Obviously, you can uh, join us on the Off the Shelf with Phil and Dave Facebook page. It's there twenty four seven for your interaction. Uh, please uh, rate the podcast uh, five stars on your podcatcher of choice. We'd appreciate that. And uh, before the second comment hits, please share the podcast <laughs> with everyone you know. And uh, we really appreciate that too. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.